What do you want? Do you want the original, genuine article? Or do you want the lie? Because the truth you want is the lie you want to believe. I bought a couple of apples the other day, and my friend looked at the apple. It was speckled with a couple of skin speckled spots. And he was immediately made uncomfortable from the apple and said it was worms. I said, well, if there was a worm in the apple, the hole would be bigger and quite noticeable, not just an indentation or a skin freckle. And I said, you know, when you grew up with apples in your backyard, you see what real apples look like in nature. But we're so accustomed to looking at what does not look original that when you see the original article, it's the one that looks fake. The Bible says in the last days, good will be considered evil and evil could be considered good. That which is God-like is devil-like and that which is devil-like is God-like because you're so used to seeing a fake woman, you don't know what a real one looks like. When you see a real woman, you think she's ugly because the fake ones have eyelashes that are five inches long on their eyes and makeup and scrooge and rouge and every other douge and ooge all over their face and the hair is not theirs. It's all kinds of weaved extensions and not to mention the colors that look less than a rainbow and more than any light colors that you ever thought even existed from cotton candy to pearl, to burl, to curls, cut it, mutate it, Botox, fat, silicon on the breast and everything else and all the rest. And then you realize what? That the flaws are the features that make you unique, that make that apple worthy to eat without it being waxed with a chemical that you can't wash off or scrape off. So you can't even eat the skin and use it, can you? Because you're so used to seeing things that you don't know what to compare the right thing to. You see, when you've been trained with the wrong thing, the real thing will look like the counterfeit and the counterfeit will look like the real thing. Coke used to have a slogan years ago, it's the real thing, is it? What's the real thing now? What's a real man? What's a real woman? The lie that you want to believe is because that's what you've seen. That's why you act like you act, but that's what you've seen, the lie of your parents' behavior. Now, you think that's the way to act when it's the counterfeit. It's the lie. It's a deception. And when someone comes and acts right to you, talks right to you, speaks right to you, loves right to you, they are seen to be the odd one out. Is that why you were bullied? Is that why you were treated? Because you were walking in the midst of that darkness with a truth and a genuineness about you and an authenticity that scared the rest of them because you didn't join the crowd. Because you didn't want wear the right shoes, wear the right clothes, say the right words, date the right whores, throw the right ball, kick the right ball, have the right slangs. Is that what it was? And they do the same thing in religion, the same thing. And so you have the opportunity to go back to recognizing your flaws are your features. Embrace that. Embrace it. Look at what real meat looks like. It's not so plump, especially the chicken. Look at what real voices sound like. Look at what real voices sound like. You like that one? It's from a movie. But you get what I'm saying? Can you hear what I'm, can, can you hear? Or can I hear what I'm smelling? Can you hear? What is a voice? Is it a Disney character? Is this fake high pitch manipulation? Is it? This pretending to be nice because you know you're not kind. We've got to get back to the basics. You have that choice to make, to be the real you, 
to be the you that God has made you doesn't mean to just accept you for you. You're born that way. What does that mean? You keep yourself that way? You were born a lot of ways. Be honest about what's wrong with you. Embrace what's right about you. And continue to see how God sees you. Because your view of you may not be right, as may not my own view of you be. You have a purpose much higher than this world's systems and this government. Your trust is in God. Don't sweat it. But work. God didn't worry. He worked. Work it out. People say, oh, I'm not worried about anything. You're not supposed to be worried about anything. You're supposed to be working about everything. Do the work. Don't do the worry. You ever heard that people say, oh, I don't, I'm not worrying about anything. Well, no, you're not supposed to be worrying about anything. You're supposed to be busy working. Even God worked. He didn't worry. He worked. Work. Because he gave work is holy. He produces that. He customized your cross. You've got a designer cross on your back. You can't wear mine because it won't fit. It's customized just for you. To carry that pain and that purpose made and fitted for you. And I know you want me to carry it. And others may want to carry it for you. But all you have to tell them, I really appreciate it. But unfortunately, my cross won't fit you. It's made just for me. Just the amount of pain and trouble. Just the amount of heartache to keep me humble. Just enough to remind me that I need God, regardless of the money or the favor I get in life. Because we are a work in progress. So is the planet. If God worked, don't you have to? Work and commit your work to the Lord. You don't get it by prayer. You get it by doing. You don't win a war from sitting there praying that God gives you the victory. You go out there and you fight the enemy. You got something to do. Even when God gives you something, you have something to do. God gave man the earth and gave them something to do. Get busy. Be productive in your spirit. Don't worry. Work. And work in faith. And let the rest turn out the way God determines it.